Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline is SCCA Hall of Fame driver, Indy, <laughs> Indy 500 veteran Lynn St. James. Welcome to the show, Lynn. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. I haven't been called that. I mean, I've never been called that publicly before. <laughs> well, congratulations on that honor. And then uh, you're you're out of Phoenix this weekend, and that's a pretty neat deal. They got a large uh, contingent of vintage uh, Indy cars and whatnot, and you got to sit in the same car I got to sit in uh, when I was a kid, and that's Bobby Unzer's Olsenite Eagle. Tell us about that. Well, I was very um, excited about uh, being able to – Get, uh, not only sit in it, but actually maybe get to turn some laps in it here during the, the vintage uh, sort of exhibition laps. But unfortunately, when I got here, they, they knew they had a, a leak in the fuel cell, but unfortunately that was a bigger leak than they thought. They put five gallons in and literally the the, uh -oh. you know, the fuel just drained out, so um, they couldn't run the car at all. But I said, I want to sit in it at least. So, uh, <laughs> so I did get to sit in it, um, and I mean, to be honest, that's actually – part of the experience you know mm -hmm. i mean and so um and so that that was meaningful to me and and um so I, I got to watch all the other cars go around and there was some huge variety of, of uh you know vintage cars and and other types of vintage uh, uh open wheel cars so it was quite a show excellent excellent and of course so uh, there'll be some vintage racing up at road america and that that's coming up uh, in may uh for the spring festival and uh, you'll be up here for that, won't you? I will. I'm very excited about it. I, I have not been back to, to Road America. I'm uh, kind of ashamed to say it in a long time. I mean, it, it is the place that I had my first professional win for Ford Motor Company in 1985 in the Camel GT race there with uh, John, co-driving with Johnny Jones. So, um, you know, I love the track, and, and I, I was there many times after, or a few times after that, really not many. And so, But I have not been back in years. I can't remember the last time I was there. And uh, so I'm very excited about coming back and, and seeing all of the improvements and all the changes that have been made there. And, and of course, uh, this year, besides uh, working with uh, David Hobbs with their historic, the, the Elkhart Lake Historical Preservation Society uh, on that Thursday night, I'll be out at the track on both Friday, Saturday, because we're going to be bringing some students out there from the RPM Foundation um, and you know, kind of show them around and show what's possible, what's necessary, what goes on to be able to put a car like that not just on a racetrack but just to restore a car like that mm -hmm. to be able to keep it and preserve it um of all the variety of cars that are out there and of course they're also going to have the the mazda heritage i can't wait to see that because it'll be a cool just to see that as part of the of the vintage world now so i have a, a miata by the way so i'm not oh, going to ever cool. race it but yeah. <laughs> i have one i have the 1990 one of the first years so 
Um, so anyway, it'll, it's going to be a fun weekend, and I'm excited about coming back to uh, to Road America for sure. Well, and and Tony Perella, who we both know very well, who runs SVRA, has brought on uh, the MX5 uh, Miatas into you know vintage racing, and uh, you know I get some people come up to me and says, I can't believe that. You know, uh, they're, they're running these cars. I'm go. Well, you know, the first Miatas are 27 years old now, and they kind of scratch their heads. They're like, "Wow!" And I said, "Yeah, right. pick it. You know, picture yourself in 1987, seeing a 1964. You're basically looking at that same time frame." <laughs> and, then, and then they go, "Oh yeah, I guess yeah, I guess that." And you know, it, it's a great way for people who are interested in vintage racing to get into it. It's a very cost, you know, very cost affordable way of doing that and these are not complicated cars and you can work on your own cars and you know vintage racing has really opened up a lot of doors i got a couple of friends in uh in indianapolis that that are restoring indie cars and these are guys that worked for chip ganassi and dan gurney and that back in the day and they've they've found a second you know vocation working on these basically the same cars now you know restoring them and yeah. whatnot so yeah vintage yeah, no, racing it's, is it's a it's a it's a career, like you said, for a second career for mm-hmm. people that worked on those cars in their in their prime, and then it's also a new career potential and opportunity for young people to realize that hey, there, there's absolutely, you know, these cars need hands that can work on them, but also that it, it requires skills and, and knowledge. And so, uh, and when it comes to the things like the the Miata, I mean, there's huge volume of those cars that started racing when they came, you know, and Mazda's been such a big supporter of motorsports, and mm-hmm. so for these folks to be able to have a home to go racing, I think, uh, is, makes a lot of sense. And, you know, vintage means so many different things in the world of motorsports. I mean, I still, when I show people pictures of the 2008 Ford GT that I raced at Indy last year, that's a vintage race, you know, but it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, that that's a more current car that I'd ever been in, you know, and, and the 2008 Indy lights car that I ran it's at the vintage at SBRA and vintage. That's, those were the most current cars I've ever raced. So, um, you know, it's, it's really cool because it, it's wide open. And the way I look at it, if, if a car's not eligible to race in a current series um, competitively, then it's eligible to race in vintage. And so these cars were designed to, to be on a racetrack, and people buy them because they want to be on a racetrack. And so this is a safe, organized, um, fun way to um, to be able to exercise your skill and exercise your passion. Yeah, and there's so many different, you know, like you were saying, there's so many different components of vintage racing that – you know, so, somebody that may not be in, that interested in uh, open wheel racing or formula cars, or more of a muscle car person. Well, then there's the Trans Am racing, and of course you you've been very involved in that throughout your career. And we we had a, a an event we did together in Sebring last year that was incredible with all the the guys that came down for that. Guys like George Falmer and that, and you were down there, and and it, you've had the chance to run some of those vintage cars. Uh, tell us about that. Getting back to those cars. Well, I mean, it's, you know, actually the cars from the 60s, you know, it was before my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right, yeah. And you, that was the prime, <laughs> but that was the prime of the Trans Am, you know, series. Mm-hmm. And, and I certainly learned about it after the fact, but I never followed it then. I didn't even know about it. I mean, so it was just, you know, before I even knew about really about any type of racing other than the Indianapolis 500 and drag racing. Those are the only two things I knew about in the 60s. But, um, and those cars, you know, are, some of them have been updated a little bit so that they handle a little better and they brake a little better. Um, but at the same time, they, you know, they sound great and they're still the sedans looking cars that were running back in the 60s, you know. So it sort of brings back memories for uh, so many people that were huge fans of the Trans Am series back in the 60s. So, 
you know, it's it's exciting for the fans of that era that they could see the cars run again. And then at the same time, I think it, you know, because the cars really run good, it's actually fun for the people that own them and, and drive those cars. So and race those cars. We're talking with uh, Lynn St. James on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. And then, of course, uh, Thursday, May 18th, it should be a lot of fun Thursday night at the Seepkins Resort uh, dinner with uh, Lynn St. James and David Hobbs. It should be a lot of fun. And uh, if you've ever done uh, a dinner with David Hobbs where he's speaking, it's (laughs) certainly a lot of fun, isn't it, Lynn? (laughs) Exactly. I was going to say, David will take care of all the entertainment factor. (laughs) And, and I'll just try to ride along and inform as as best I can. But you know, David's <laughs> always a hoot, so I, I always enjoy being with him. And this is a, a neat organization, the Historic uh, Race Circuits of uh, Elkhart Lake. And they, they've I was talking about with David uh, a week or two ago about this event and, and what they've been able to do. And, and they've been able to restore and, and keep that track that was used before the current racetrack uh, in which they raced over county roads and county highways. Uh, keeping those roads pretty much the same they were when guys like Phil Hill and uh, Briggs Cunningham raced on those tracks in 1950, 52, and 53. So it should be a lot of fun and looking forward to seeing you uh, out there in uh, in a few weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you, I always say you can't make history. You either have it or you, you don't, you know, it, it, you can't make it up. And, and people will, you know, spot that from, a, you know, from, from right a thousand miles away or whatever. So I think it is great to be able to preserve the history. It's like when we go to Watkins Glen and we get to, mm-hmm. you know, do the reconnaissance laps of the track there. And, and I mean, history is, is you know, it, it, it brings um, excitement to a lot of people and it, it, it sort of raises the awareness. I think it isn't just about the cars, but it's about celebrating the history. And I think it's great that they're doing that at Cart Lake as well. So uh, I'm, I'm just honored to be a part of it. And, and, uh, and looking forward to coming back, and hopefully a lot of people come out for the the vintage uh, spring festival out there. And and I guess you can buy tickets to the dinner. I don't know. I think that, that it's open for people to buy tickets to the dinner Thursday night. Yep, so. you can. You can uh, make sure you check out uh, them on Facebook, and then also our show's a website, the final inspection page on Facebook. And I'll also make sure I tweet that out that information for tickets available. And like uh, Lynn said, don't forget about the SVRA Spring Festival, and also her book. You can still get your book. On uh, on yeah. your website, can't you? You can. You can you can order it on Amazon.com as well. But um, but you can also get it at my website. And uh, if you on my website, if you put in whatever little notation, if if you want it personalized, I will do that. So can't do that on the Amazon ones, but definitely can do it on the ones off my website. All right, looking forward to it, and we certainly appreciate you coming on the show today. And for we're we're glutton for punishment here. What's what's the temperature no, out in right. Phoenix? It's actually lovely. Yesterday was so windy um, that it was. We were all eating up uh, yesterday, and that's why there's such a spread on the grid. I think of the Indy cars is because they just what they weren't quite sure how much downforce to put down to keep the cars on the track. But today it looks like it's going to be calm and it's going to be high of 82. So beautiful, sunny and gorgeous. Yes. Who's your Who's your pick out there uh, tonight for the Indy car race? Who do you think's well, going to win? Hard. It's hard, but I mean it's. You know, Penske seems to have it figured out, so it's going to probably be one of the Penske drivers. Like, it's hard to know with, of that group which mm-hmm. one. But, uh, I mean, Elliot's on the pole, and he certainly has had success and, and um, knows the track. And, and But I can't, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones. So I don't I don't have a personal favorite. I mean, they're all, as long as it's a safe race. And uh, But if I had to put a, my money on somebody, I'd say at least as a Penske driver. Very good. Thank you. It's Lynn St. James on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.